Dr. Ramona Brockett, it's been a long time, but you're back. And I know that you have a whole lot of things that you want to share, especially these turbulent times when we're forced to wear a mask on top of the mask that many of us wear on our face and wear as we are decept deceptive to so many people out there. You look well, you look beautiful, and I know we got some catching up to do. So take away, and I'm right here with you. I got to give you seven stage. Share the beauty, y'all. Thank you, Lance. And what an amazing thing. You are in Ghana, and I am on Staten Island. We're two different countries and, and still speaking the same language. Anyway, exactly. um, I am... Uh, I'm so impressed with what you're doing there in Ghana. And um, yeah, I heard something. Now, one of the last times we were on, I was saying to you, why would you move there? And then I said, you know what? The Ghanaians need to provide something for the Americans and West Indians who are going back um, because of what happened during slavery. And I recently read that the Ghanaians are actually setting aside properties for those people who are coming, quote unquote, back. Um, although many of us did not originate or, or in, in um, antiquity, our relatives did not originate in Ghana. Many of them were escaping East Africa and the oppression, and they ended up in uh, Ghana and uh, were sold to many of the Europeans, um, like me, Lord Brockett, whoever he was, uh, is who, who purchased my great-great-great-grandmother. And, um, and then he had a bunch of kids with her. You know, but the bottom line is this. I am proud of the Ghanaians for literally recognizing what was done 150, 200 years ago and um, for them giving folk land. Are you still there? Can you talk to me a little bit about the land? Oh, I'm not hiding from you. I'm just enjoying what you're saying. And um, there, there are a lot, of, um, a lot of false news put out there. There's a lot of things put out there. Okay. And there are programs that many people, unfortunately, have jumped and form their own programs that really may not be authentic. So don't think that everything is authentic. And okay. the government is working on things, but the way they present it in the news, it's to fit the propaganda over there. So what you have to do, if it's connected to the government here, it's legit. If it's not, it's not real. Because you have, with human nature, you have so many people out here who try to capitalize on your hopes and your dreams and your aspirations. You see mm -hmm. what I mean? You have to be very, very careful um, who you deal with. I'm here and I've been here and I haven't been putting out in public every exact move that I've been making, but we're making positive uh, moves and making progress. And we're here. That's I mean, that's the proof of it all. I'm here. And I haven't shown everything because as of yet, we're not driving until we finish our uh, building projects and stuff. And then I'll be able to show you in depth more of your fluid areas and the other areas that you will have your mind completely blown away with the opportunities here in a system that is not oppressive like America is, although they do have hierarchies, they do have people who, you know, want to capitalize off of what you do, but that's easy. Uh, you can navigate that easy, and, and it's a very good thing. But um, 
I'm here on the ground. Any question that, as I know, I don't know everything because even though I got here in the middle of September, I don't know everything yet. I'm still learning and peeling around the layers. But um, talk to me. I'm here. I didn't leave you. It's impressive that you can go from living here in the States to Ghana. You know, a lot of people um, can't imagine what that's like. Um, yes. And for those who haven't followed um, Lance and for those who are wondering where I've been, well, let me make this announcement right now. Lance and I are back together, honey. Okay, we're husband and wife again on the Internet. Anyway, but what <laughs> is... Um, what is really impressive to me is that you did it, one, and then two, so many people talk about propaganda. So many people think that if you go to Africa, okay, um, that you're going to walk into villages with people running around naked and beating a drum. And, <laughs> you know, okay, and, 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 and that's not what's going on. I've seen your... Um, how do you pronounce it? A crew? Uh, where, where are you again? What is it called? Accra. 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 I have That's seen... the capital of Ghana. Right. And, and you, you have many cities in Ghana, and you mm -hmm. have many cities that have different flavors to them. And okay. Fast. Everything here is modern. Everything. Let me tell you something. I'm not going like this to people going, nah, 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 nah. I'm over here now. But mm -hmm. there are things to be desired, right? Um, right. But the amenities are here. We have top-level hotels here, top-level uh, homes, the homes, the real good homes. And you, ha you have areas where there are poverty. You have right. areas where but, but the poverty here can't sting as much when you have a yard full of mangoes, a yard full of watermelons growing free, and the pace is much slower, and it's conducive to a longer life. And when you bring... Do you know that we before you go on with with your yeah. with your flow? Ask me some yeah. questions. Wait, say that again before I do what? Before you go on with your flow, because I know you're going to let us have it. This is a warm up. Have it? Oh no, no, this is just the warm up. He and I are just, you know, this is like the pre the pre play. You know what I'm saying? This is like the what's that stuff when you play before you do the wild thing? What's that stuff called? Anyway, that's what we're doing. We haven't hit the Four wild. Play. Thank you. We just doing the four play. Okay. Anyway. Cerebrally roused right now. Who's roused? I said cerebrally in a cerebral way. Oh, who's aroused? I was about to say, wait a minute. Where's Jimmy? Okay. Anyway. Get <laughs> both my hands. <laughs> you can oh. see them clear. I'll keep them on top of the table. All right. There and her five sisters. Um, but. Um, so, you know, so I'm, I'm just like in the flavor for this, the flavor for Ghana, because right. and, and I have a question or two more. Um, the so is it true that they're, in fact, granting land to West Indians and African-Americans who want to come back? Is that a truism or is, was that propaganda? It's truism. And I would say it's part propaganda. It's truism because it's not as major as one might think. And ah. I say propaganda because it's amped up and people have run with that. And and they think that, you know, don't think you're going to come here and it's just a, a paradise and that's it. And you just just live free and that's it. No, I'm, I'm not going to lie and say that. There's, there's a lot of loopholes to jump through. And there are a lot of things. And what I hear is happening here with the giving away of land that would would take a little time to iron out. Because the fact of the matter is so many people have come here 
when I came here in 2019, the year of return, it was a big production and everything, but many people didn't stay. Many people came and said, okay, and many people didn't stay. I mean, people have situations, they have kids, they have uh, mortgages, they have jobs, might be retiring soon. They just can't up and leave like that. Um, when we did this, we planned it and we saw what we can do, what we can't do. And we were serious about it. It was funny because um, many people who had doubts about it, I never said, hello, everybody, I'm going to come out here and move to Ghana. But people knew by the way I was talking, right? And they were like, oh, you don't have a ticket. You're not going there. You're just all up to talk. Hey, don't, 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 don't judge me or assess me on what you see with other people. I will do it. Just like a person, you ain't going to do this. You, I will fight. You know what I mean? I will do what I say I'm going to do. If I, if I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. But it has been a glorious transition. Um, know how you want to live. If you don't know how you want to live in the United States or anywhere, I know peace of life. I like country and I like city. I'm an introvert and extrovert. So I like to be away from the people, recharge, and go out and be the life of the party. And nothing different in between. You see what I mean? So I like to feel the sunlight, the laid back pace. For me, and things are so much more affordable, so much more, man, so... You have hope when you're here. You yeah. have peace when you're here. You don't have to wait for oh, when I retire or 20 years from now. You have it every day. Every day is like a peaceful Sunday if you choose to have it that way. Unless you want to go into the hustle and bustle. But every day is like a peaceful, laid-back Sunday, and you're enjoying every second of, of, of every minute of every hour of every day. Wow. If you want to live from within. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you mm -hmm. what I was impressed with when you first got there and you showed ShopRite and um, and uh, yeah, right. ShopRite, you know, um, I can't believe all Let me tell you something. I have only traveled along the route with a with a uh, like they have dollar vans in New York City. They call them chochos over here. And, right. and, you know, we're waiting to buy a vehicle because I'm not jumping the gun. I want to finish my other prior project first. It's more important. Right. And we've only been on a certain path. It's like, and I really don't go around that much like that, like that. But this place is huge. Just this city alone is so huge. And, um, and beautiful, too. I mean, um, I saw pictures of the mall and, you know, where you're walking. Everybody assumes you're going to be on a dirt road and somebody's going to be talking like, where are you going? And, and you wouldn't <laughs> understand anything going on. Okay. Right. Um, well, you don't but, know, language you don't understand sometimes, but English is predominant here. And, um, Languages too. You have more luxury cars here. You have all the amenities. Where do I show you some of these mansions? And and not even just mansions, but just homes that you'd be surprised of the price, right? Wow. Because the real, estate, the real estate guy that I connected with, and many people have asked me, could you go around and he could show the apartments or condos and houses that are for sale and tell us and show us the real deal? Because we know Lance, you're gonna show us the real deal. I am. Right. I am. So there's another week or two go by, and I come out of the YouTube jail. Trust me, I'm gonna get out there. I'm gonna show you some things that blow your mind. Mm, I, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it. And then mm -hmm. you know, I when we talked earlier, I talked about the, the few things that I want to address mm -hmm. in a little introduction to the new world order and this right. thing, the paradigm. So let me ask this: Are the people mm -hmm. of Ghana as under as many restrictions as the people are here in the states? As far as the COVID is concerned, the COVID, oh, I'll say that there are laws here, just like everybody else. There are rules and kind of you know stipulations and things. Right. But we cannot enforce that here. There are there are too many people 
in the markets. Um, it's like it's non-existent here. Um, so you, were, you don't have to wear a mask. They, okay, when you go into a store in the mall, when you go into the mall, this is mm -hmm. what you do. Mask right oh, yeah, I have a mask. This is what I do. I whip out my mask, and as I'm passing the security guard into, <laughs> I'm going to do it like this, right? Into the store, right? I'm like this. What I'm See him like that? Come out, come out, and I put my nose out. Then when we get inside, everybody does that. It's just a formality. Same thing is happening here in New York City. Same city? thing. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. And um, I, mm -hmm. it's like when you're in the vans, you may have a police line to check you and whatnot, and they look in there to see if you have it all. People just flip it up and flip it down. Right. Look, you have non-GMO food here. You have mm -hmm. all this sunlight here. Good water here. Mm -hmm. A laid-back, I'm not going to say crime-free, but I haven't heard gunshots yet, right? You can, Look, if, if Mr. Skirv wanted to get up and take a walk, and it's right now 2.26 a.m. in the morning in this area, I would not let her. But mm -hmm. if she had to, I wouldn't lose any sleep, and I wouldn't have to worry. That's the kind wow. of place it's here, right? That's wow, um, heavy. That's yeah. heavy. Yeah. It, you know, I'm asking because it's so interesting hearing um, here in America, they're talking, they, all these the advertisements come over the like WBLS and all these other places. And people are saying, oh, you know, this is affecting our, um, our communities of color. And um, I want you to know, get that vaccine. It's going to be okay. No. And um, <laughs> before I, I go into why many black Americans, African Americans are afraid to take the vaccine, you know, okay. because of the history. But before I do that, let me ask you another question. So are people as sure. afraid there to get the vaccine or, or no? Well, there are some, mm -hmm. let me just tell you, to preface that just for 30 seconds, we have different classes of mentalities here. Okay. Thrown off on anyone on religion because we have Christianity, we have Islam, we have some Judaism here, right? Every morning, should we Hebrews are the ones who were traded, but go on, right? Mm -hmm. right. We, 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 early in the morning, we, the, mm -hmm. Saturday night is dead out because everybody's getting ready to go to church. Uh -uh. I find there are many here who they lived here, they've never lived anywhere else. This has become their world, they okay. Miss what the government says, they listen to what the pastors say, and they're subservient, and they do it. Uh -huh. There are a lot of people who they understand what's going on, and they're uh -huh. like, no, I'm not getting it, okay? So there, there, there are many people here who just go along to get along. And, and they're not like in America, what we call coons. It's not that. They just don't know. They were brought up into this, and they just accept what's given to them because Everybody else knows better than them. The preachers and, and the politicians. I'm saying a lot of things between the lines also. Um, so but I will be part so quote. They don't question it. They're right. they they yeah, because they've pro probably been indoctrinated in such a way that if right. they were to question it, they're afraid they may be put behind bars, they may be shunned, what yes. whatever happens there. So yes. that's interesting because um that says to me in a way that maybe. Um, maybe they aren't that afraid to take the um, vaccine. I mean, 
you know, here in America, we know, I mean, we know without a shadow of a doubt that the reason many African-Americans are terrified to get that shot is because of what happened with the Tuskegee experiments. And, um, you know, uh, in my own life, when I was a graduate student, when I was working on my Ph.D., I actually got a um, a, de- a tick bite, and it was it was mm-hmm. a bolt, you know, those breaks. So I ended up with um, what is that called? Lyme Lyme disease. Yes, people call it Lyme. you and me both. You and me <laughs> both. Oh, okay. I have, yeah, I, I had it. Yeah. Yeah, and but this is what happened to me. Now, this is what's so interesting. Um, and by the way, it's called Lyme disease for those listening, not limes. It's not limes, like. Like, I'm guilty of saying that. Yeah, I know. Because it was a habit. Yes. Yes. You know. Wait, say that again. I missed you. Say it again. No, I, I said it just recently because it's a habit. I know there's Lyme disease, but I, I was saying limes. <laughs> oh, I, mean? I you say limes. I, I, I just rebuked your limes, honey. But, um, <laughs> but uh, you know. like, be very specific instead of specific. You know what I mean? Be very, I was talking to somebody earlier today, and you ever meet those people that like to use big words, but yet they don't really know what they're talking about? So, child, I believe me, I understand. Anyway, so I had gotten a bullseye bite, okay? And it, oh, my body felt horrendous. So I was a graduate mm-hmm. student, and that meant that um, I was working on my PhD. So actually, the... um you know, the healthcare was through the university and it was a huge state university that I got my PhD from. So I said, okay, well, well huh? Say it again. With, with your brilliant self. Oh, child, please. Not today. <laughs> I'm about a 40 watt bulb right now. Anyway, so, so, um, so I went to the, I went to the uh, infirmary, you know, um, to inquire to make sure that this was that type of bite. Well, there was a woman there who was a nurse, I guess, not the doctor. She may have been a PA. And so I showed her the bite. and It was a typical bullseye. And she said to me, well, how did you get that? I said, well, I said, there are a lot of deer in my neighborhood. And I have a dog that sleeps with me. So my poor dog, the thing probably crawled off his hand and gave it to me. Her reply to me was this. Oh, I doubt that it's a, um, she said, I doubt that it's a Lyme thing. You probably had mice and a mouse probably bit you in the middle of the night. How could they say something like that? What, what kind of mess is that? I, I'm not even going to say, I, I'm not well, going to say, you know. anyway, um, and so I went to my dean because because she wanted me to come back the next day and give me some kind of antibiotic. In my mind, I said, this woman going to shoot me up with um, AIDS or something. This is back in the early 90s. And um, I didn't know because I was scared to death that she was going to shoot me up with something that, that wasn't cool. Um, and why did, why did I have that fear? I had that fear because that's my experience. And one thing that people don't understand about us, us folk of color we have seen so much happen that we all have a touch of PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Of course. And be, yeah, and it's because of what, I mean, like, I, you know, 
I sit back and I go, oh my God, what if my father or my brother, if they get out of the car and just going up to ask something and they get shot? I mean, we live under the threat of horrible things happening 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And, and, and people don't understand that, you know, so it doesn't matter that the person gets on WBLS while they're playing some good music and say, Hey, you know, get that uh-huh. vaccine, you know what I'm saying? You know, and, um, no, you know, there are a lot of people who don't want to get it because they're terrified at, at what will happen just as yeah. I was terrified to go back the next day to the infirmary. Um, once bitten, twice shy, I guess. You know, so it, I, I find it interesting and, and I needed to know how the people were reacting in Ghana with regard to the, um, the, the vaccine. And, um, they're telling me a similar story. Like they, they're not sure that they want to do it, but what is their reluctance or, or have you picked up on that? Well, well, what, what it is to me, um, I see many who are under this hot African sun mm-hmm. and, and they are like, they got the mat. I, I saw a guy earlier with a mask and another mask sweating bullets. It, it is hot here. Normally um, mm-hmm. you don't get much because just a constant moisture coming off of you. Mm-hmm. It's such a environment, right? But, mm-hmm. it is, but the thing is, is that they got a lot of the folks here, honestly brainwashed. Let's just call it for what it is. Mm-hmm. If the president, something, if they have all this stuff out there, anything they don't really look around themselves you go down the block in the medina market where they, you got thousands tens of thousands of people over across the area several miles that are selling things they're close to each other nobody's even sneezing they're up on each other they're close to each other they're talking they're negotiating they're bargaining nothing um, how, are the, how are the numbers there as far as people getting it and people dying is it i heard it was in the hundreds like i think it worse was like 500 they say I haven't found anyone or seen anyone on Facebook here who has mm-hmm. anything written about that to say, oh, I lost my loved one, my friend, or condolences, nothing. I see no funerals that way. They have their funerals on Fridays, right? And usually it's somebody who's up in years or maybe somebody who got in a car accident or something, but it's usually somebody older, right? They, okay. p- people live here to old ages and they live full lives. Mm-hmm. I have not seen, I don't really see sick people here, number one. I don't see people, I don't see usually obese people here. On my videos, you see walking around, you will see some who eat or into the heavy meat eating and start mm-hmm. like that. They're drinking a or they're into the whole Western way of eating, going to ShopRite or any one of the other malls or, or, or supermarkets here, and they're eating all this stuff. And even still, even then, there's a strength mm-hmm. about them because their foundation was not that, right? right. So many of these kids, children, even from young. Eating good, strong food, and they never really veer off of that. I don't mm-hmm. hardly see sick people here. I see very strong people here, uh, people who I just don't see it. I I know what they say, but what do they say? Um, how many millions of people in America died? How many did they say? Please, like there, it's a like, hundred thousand or so. I, it's more. It's huge. I just read it the yeah. other day or today. It's huge. It's insane. In fact, hold on. Why is my thing trying to redial? Um. I'll, if you hear dinging, that is okay. Because my, yeah, I, I know, I know. It, it happens when I'm on the phone and doing a live stream. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Anyway, I just I find it just remarkable mm-hmm. that <laughs> while 
that Ghana and other parts of Africa are not as affected with this as people are here in America and England. I find it, and Italy. I find they it very interesting. They want to push the shots here because mm -hmm. the resources are here. And, and to me, and you could say I'm a conspiracy theorist, but when this thing first came out, those who follow this channel will remember I was walking uh, in, in what, what area was this? This was in Altamont Springs. It was um, where, where, where the Whole Foods is, uh, right, up by, right by Lee Road, okay? Uh, Orange Avenue and Lee Road. Um, no, Orlando Avenue, Lee Road. And I got out of the car, and this was January of last year, right? Mm -hmm. And I pulled the phone up. I did a short recording. I think it was like about five minutes. And all I said, and I'm going to find it too. So mm -hmm. we don't think I'm lying. I said, whenever something like this happens and you have people dying like this and it's this mysterious thing coming, they usually give you statistics and a racial breakdown. Well, 27 yeah. affected are black and this and this and that occasionally. There was silence on this. And I knew in my heart of hearts that it was something fishy going on. And I said mm -hmm. it just like I'll say it now. They're going to turn this thing around on black people, right? They're going to want to this thing. They saw the results from that year return and how interested people were to come home to the motherland. Whether you originate from there or not in your lineage, I know that 93% of all Jamaicans are from there. Majority yeah. of Cubans are from there. In their line, in the bloodline. Now, of course, you'll be mixed with something else. We understand that. But there is a connection there. And now that there's an in interest, like I said before, Memorandum 46, they cannot have any diasporic Blacks Want to, want to go home or have a connection. Every Jew is not in Israel, even though I have my feelings about who is the, and you know what you say about the Hebrews. Are the Hebrews but go on. Right, but those who dominate over there, who call themselves that, right, don't live there, but they have an interest there and they do business and they're undergirded there. I don't um, see why they should be uh, uh, rejecting. Uh -huh. so this is the next superpower. This is the richest part of the world. This is the food basket of the world. And they put this propaganda out there and say, oh, the starving, hungry kids and whatever. There is no way you can get hungry over here. If you want to be a bum and don't do anything, come here and go out in the woods. You'll have all the food that you want to eat. And you won't feel like a bum because you'll be living under the monetary system that pressures you and makes you get old before your time and die. Right. There's no way. But this propaganda. And now that they watch social media and one of the reasons why they've given us social media. This uh -huh. is your show. I should be talking like this. I'm just going to answer. No, Give me some more seconds. This, is, this is we need this banter. We need to have this conversation because people need to know, you know what I'm saying? Like yes. what's what's going on? People here in America, those in Africa and the diaspora, I mean, they need to know and they need to have a perspective. You know what I'm saying? So I yes. think it's okay. I mean this is this is how we've always talked for the last since 2013. So um I think it was 2013 the first time I talked with you. Um and you know I, I this this is how we talk and and right. traditionally as Africans, this is how we pass things down from generation to generation. We had right. decisions, and that's, that's something right. that um, that we're missing in in America. You know what I'm saying? So to have this discussion about how uh, how this is affecting one of the areas where many of us were sent 
from. Um, I think it's I think it's important, and I do think it's important to note that there's that the numbers are so very low. A hundred people. I mean, my God, you know, America's talking about fifty thousand, three hundred. You know, these crazy numbers. And the whole right. question is why. So, what were you about to say? It's okay. What were well, you gonna? Well, one thing I was gonna say is that social media has allowed them to have a hand on the pulse of what we're thinking. And mm. we think gift, and I utilize it to the fullest. This is what I do. But mm -hmm. the bottom line is the CIA doesn't have to have as many people out there because we give them the information that they want, yeah. right? So they understand how we're thinking, how we're talking, and it's yeah. driving them crazy. So they have to come up with something, whether real or fraudulent, um, to, to, to corral us off, to, to have an excuse to block the borders because of this vaccine and you better take it. And it's a multi-pronged thing. Why is it that in the well, not, not, not New York City, I can speak for Orlando, Florida. Why is it that in Orlando, Florida, they have been under curfew for so long? I don't know if they lifted it now, but you couldn't be outside after a certain time unless you had to go to work or come home from work or you had some kind of night job. Why is that? Is, is the virus so-called just going to say, okay, Harry, we can call it, call it off now, or does it only work at nighttime and you're allowed to come out in day? They were putting up those 5G towers uh, big time in Orlando. And I do feel that that vaccine has something in it that those 5G towers can react off of. It's just bigger than just uh, wear a mask and have a virus. It's about control, locking the borders down, seizing uh, uh, resources and, and, and things from other countries like Africa. And they don't want us to leave those of us who left. Like I said, the borders opened up on the 2nd of September. I was flying away by the 15th and landed here. Um. Amsterdam, Atlanta, then Amsterdam, then Accra, and I was here from the 16th. The other thing is that um, where's the flu? The flu kills many people. Where's the flu? Where's the flu? Where's the flu? The flu. The flu. Take a the trip on me. Right. It's so, flu, the flu. The see, coop. The coop. Okay, go ahead. But, but, but it's true. Where's the flu? They say flu season. Does the flu have a season? They say, okay, it's time for us to come out now, right? How about maybe the flu doing its own thing and they call it the COVID? How about where they say it and the hospitals get X amount of extra money and they claim that if you have a broken toe and it gets infected, you die. Oh, just market the COVID. We'll make more money. That are out there that say last, you know, the hospitals are empty. So what are they saying? This is packed up. They make it really make it seem really, but it affected business, right? It's affected businesses where now you have to work at home and you can't work in the office building no more. That in itself makes it hard for these companies to maintain their lease on an office building because they can't have people in there. Now they so can't. Who are, who are right? we going to end up putting in these office buildings? Will it ultimately be homeless people? Will these office buildings turn into apartments? Because it also financially is mm -hmm. beneficial for any company to have their people working from home and and they're they're realizing this so we are we going to have tons of businesses and and empty buildings because of this i i i think so and and if so then what's the plan um but, 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 but we're the place of being controlled even more. Many of us think, say, wow, I can work at home. I can get up. I don't have to wash and shave. I can walk around in my underwear. I can stop when I want to stop and do whatever. But now you're ordering things more. You're right. not going as much. Right. The stores are closing now more so. What yeah. happens when those pathways are shut down and really controlled and you're home now and you don't have the resources of the food in your house? 
And they're making it where you have to take this thing, right? If you want things to go back to normal, you better take it. So you can't go to the concerts. You won't go to the restaurants. Let me tell you something. It's never going back to normal, right? Never. And, and people are shell shocked. They are can you having it for us here in New York. It started, I guess, today, a year ago. And um, people are no longer going into their offices. Do you really think it's going to be comfortable for people to go back into their offices like, and resume work in the way they did it over a year ago? I don't think so. I it's, don't not think gonna, so. it's not going to happen. It, there is Normal is never coming back. After this, it's never coming back. This is part of a bigger plan. And they're getting, getting you used to it in stages. And guess what? This is directly connected to back in 911. When these people plan something, it's not, well, let's do this on March and in April. No, they get generations to yes. accept a certain way of living. After 911, yeah. the young folks that were coming up that never knew about the free travel, you just go on the plane and they don't check you or nothing. They're mm -hmm. used to it. So now the generations coming up now will be used to this. And it's right. new slowly tightening around your neck and so because okay. they get used to this then when they drop the book for real start dropping dead and whatever they will basically accept it because they, they're narrowed into this thing put me out in the woods put me out somewhere in a nice country in the woods. i don't need all of that stuff you well know, you I, know what's so interesting about you saying that i think a long time ago we had this discussion i believe um, if my memory serves me right, you know, I'm getting older, child. My memory, I'm, I'm not always there. But I think, and I have a brother who is 12 Child, please. I have a brother who is 12 years younger than I am. And he had the Nintendo, the Mario Brothers thing, the, you know, um, what was that? A centipede. And I began to say to myself, I'm like, wait a minute, because yeah, I was in college and, and we had to uh, learn how to program, you know, and when you when you program things, you it's almost like you have a limited amount of things that you can do. OK, um, here, it may seem like Pac-Man was all cool. I'm meeting up the Pac-Man stuff, but there is a limited amount of of ways that you can utilize these games. Why? Because it's written to the game. So they right. may have 100 different scenarios, but they only have 100 different scenarios. So, so what am I really saying? These children, and I call them children, um, who came up after us have never really known what it is to have freedom to choose. There you go. To be a true free thinker, to think beyond the paradigm. Okay, I'm calling this show, you know, New World Order, and you know, we're dealing with this new paradigm, and and so you've got a whole generation, um, starting with those born, I would say, anywhere from 19, starting 1968 through 74 at least, who um, who are used to being told what to do and following orders or the rules. OK, that um, 60s generation thing that happened was an absolute like nightmare for the powers that be who want to control this earth. And so subtly they did it. It started with Mario Brothers. OK. And so, you know, here we, you know what I'm saying? So here we've got this situation where I'm a dinosaur. You're a dinosaur. We don't 
we don't understand what it is to do lockstep. We right. we have our own ideas. We we in fact we were the creators of our own ideas. Um, but that's not the case. That is not the case now. And and what you really have and what you really will have is a generation gap. They always talked about the generation gap growing up when I, you know, 60s and 70s, you know, the graduate, the, 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 uh, the gap, the gap, the gap. And I'm like, what gap? I have a gap in my teeth. What gap are you talking about? Um, but now they're, you know what I'm saying? But now there truly is a, there truly is a generational gap. There truly is. When I look at my little baby cousins and they're like two generations beyond me um, here, I've got this one little girl cousin. She's about a year and a half, maybe two. You see her working that that screen and everything like there's no tomorrow. She probably knows what to do with my cell phone. Exactly. I don't believe in that. They grab it right out the box and it's like they just know what it is. But let, let me ask you something. You said that um, you said that your, your younger brother's 12 years younger than you. So that means what's like 24? Or he's, he's 12. He's 12 years old. Then. If he's 12 years younger than you, that means he's 12 years old. Let me sip my tea. Okay, let me sip my tea. This boy's trying to find out how old I am. I am old. O-L-D. Anyway, but, but you know, good black doesn't crack, so I'm preserved. Hallelujah. But um, <laughs> anyway, um, uh, but you know it's 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 very interesting, and even let's let's talk about this virus. You know, I, I mentioned before that um, so many Black Americans are afraid of this uh, injection uh, because they know what happened. But what's interesting about this and about what we've just explored is that the younger people in their twenties, thirties, forties, they're like, okay, we gotta go get the shot. Nobody's asking any questions. Oh, yeah, give me the shot. Okay. Why? Because our society has set them up to say, yes, Amasa, whether they're white, black, Asian, exactly. okay, I'm do it right now, child. You know, that is what they've done. So, black or white or Asian, if you're in my age group, okay. You're right. not used to, like, I mean, it blows my mind. We as New Yorkers have been told to wear masks. When do we listen to folk? Why don't we do our own thing here in New York City? But we don't. We don't anymore. Really? But we're defeated. We've been defeated in New York with fear. Mm-hmm. When I came, look, I, I left officially April 5th, 2001, mm-hmm. when I sold my house and then came back down to Florida, to Orlando. Yeah. Right. And months after that, this whole thing happened. And the funny thing, my closing was a few blocks from the World Trade Center. And wow. I remember walking up the block, heading toward one of the subways, and I turned around for a second. I'm not trying to make this poetic. This is something seriously that happened. I looked at that building, and I knew it was going to be the last time I saw it. I wasn't being gory, saying, I'm going to die. Or what? No, I, I'm, I'm not saying I prophesied something. It just hit me. Turn around and look at this building, because you're not going to see it face-to-face anymore. That is just the honest, honest truth. And um, that's why it hit me when it happened. I was like, you know, because we're spiritual beings having a human experience. Yes. We catch downloads. We catch signals, okay? We're like radios on a spiritual level. The radio mm-hmm. station there or there, whatever, it could be distant. Maybe we're caught up in something carnal or, or something that angers us and we don't hear the signal. But in our still moments, we pick up things. I don't care what religion yeah. a person comes. We're human. We pick up these signals, right? Okay. And that's something I picked up. 
And you've said a lot of things that are very prophetic that are happening right now. And people thought that we were crazy. I made a videotape about the whole COVID thing without saying what it was. I just felt something. I caught a download. And just like right now, many people used to laugh at me and say, oh, no, this can't really, really happen. No, what is he talking about? And they go, run, look what's happened now. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm not here to say, man, I told you so. But there's right. so much more. This is not by chance. When the powers that be plan things, they don't plan it one day to the next. They take their time and herd generations. Okay. In okay. this year yeah. period, we're going to get them used to this. And that 10 year period, you understand? So okay. that's what it is. Thoroughly understand. You know, it was interesting. Um, before I came on, I, I, I was remembering a, an interview I had in the Midwest at a very well-known, um, very good university. And uh, this, my interview had to have been like in 97, 98. And, um, you know, I, I, I project things, as you know, I go, okay, this is what's going to happen. Okay, not that I'm right every time, but if you look at trends, you can kind of figure it out. So I began to tell them that, you know, crime, I'm a criminologist, as you know, my PhD is in criminal justice. There's four of me in the country who do what I do. But um, anyway, so as I was in the midst of my um, interview, I had to present something to the faculty. And so I said to them, I guess I'm in my eyes, excuse me. Anyway, so I said to them, I said, listen, I said, crime should be very different as the decades go forward. I said, um, everything is going to be warehoused and we will be ordering things from the warehouses. So, so it, it, it opens the door for certain types of crimes, certain syndicates getting together and, 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 and getting And let me tell you, Okay, there was only, no, there were two other people uh, that looked like me, both male, but every, all the other 14, 16 people didn't look like me. They jumped down my throat as though I didn't know what in the Sam Hill I was talking about. But are we there now? Yes. <laughs> See okay. that? Uh-huh. Hey, you know, but, but they couldn't handle this woman of color. Okay, strike one, strike two, right? Um, uh, Telling them what was going to happen in the future. Because, but, you know, it was so easy to to predict. I mean, they started putting up BJ's Wholesale Club and all these other, you know, Wholesale Clubs. And if you thought about it, that's the way to go. And if that's the way to go, then mom and pop shops, are out of business and certain types of crimes are going to shift when you have all that merchandise in a huge warehouse. Are you kidding me? People can sell that stuff like this in the mark, they catch it. So, you know, I mean, it, it, it was interesting to me just how much they were opposed to what I was saying. And, um, and you and I have often, it's not predicted, but questioned what might happen in the future right. and what might happen happens, you know? Let me interject really quick. It, it's almost like changing our behavior, the natural instincts that we have. When uh, a squirrel or, or even a cat that is not domesticated that's out there in the wild, right. and it's not, there's very much a big order out there, or a rabbit, the rabbit mm-hmm. doesn't 
local supermarket. They know where to get their food out in that environment. Right. We are disconnecting us from our natural instincts. We don't farm anymore. Farming meant eating. Farming meant being with our family, friends, and loved, loved ones in community and sharing. You didn't need the money to, well, if I have a bunch of bananas and you have a bunch of mangoes, what are you going to do? Oh, I don't have any money? Here, take some of mine and I'll take some of yours, right? So that's going to socially distance us for real. Now when you have the big supermarkets that come in, the BJ, the Sam Club, and, and Costco, and just regular supermarkets, now we feel that's where food is. That is not natural feel that way. We've been trained to think that food is in these places. You see an 18-wheeler driving down the street and you see a hamburger and you start to salivate because, wow, that's something to eat. A hamburger? Where do you find that nature? You understand? So our culinary, our tastes have been warped to yes, lust things that don't give us the right nutrition for our bodies. And then we go to the school, we put the apples out, and the kids don't want to eat the apple. They want to eat the cheese doodles. Look at, I mean, look at cheese doodles, right? You know, they're, they're orange and they're powdery and they have this thing. I, I, I used to sneak and eat that stuff, but it's an unnatural thing and they want to pull us from all things natural. So guess what? What happens when Sam's Club, BJ's, Costco, uh, uh, different supermarkets across the country, Publix, uh, 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 Food Lion, uh, Pathmark, they got rid of that in New York City. But what I'm saying is that what happens if the shelves are empty? Look at the hurricanes that they have and people hoard up the food. Where you live is an artificial, not just saying you, everybody. It's an artificial living condition. Where mm -hmm. do you grow your food if you have to? You have a little square around a tree of a little dried up, nasty looking dirt, nothing mm -hmm. there. And mm -hmm. this is how we grow the stuff. We need to live in the climates where we can grow our stuff and live properly. Yes, yes. the earth belongs to us, but it's artificial living conditions. And if they pull the plug, of what we depend on, and we think we don't depend on it, then it's going to be mass mayhem and give a person three days with no food, they're ready to kill. They're ready well, to kill. I'll tell you, it's 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 a fascinating thing. Um, and let me see if I can put this whole thought together, but uh, Bill Gates recently recommended that we start eating synthetic beef because because <laughs> Ain't no more cattle out there no, because, you know, uh, there's a shortage of of cattle. Now, I find that really interesting because uh, some know or knew that uh, at Subway, they were literally putting plastic, baking plastic into um, the bread. The bread. It was that's yeah. right. Rubber, literally. And, and you know. It, it's interesting because I think about that and I think about how they've harvested, and I, it's the only other way I can put it, um, the taste buds of aborted fetuses. And that is what helps certain things taste a certain way. I mean, this is some heavy stuff. So sure. if, if this guy Gates can go and say, well, Gates is saying a lot lately. I didn't know he was a doctor. Anyway, if this guy can say that we would benefit from eating synthetic, synthetic beef, well, let's go to Revelation, is it 17, where they talk about the, the iron and the clay in the feet? Well, are we headed there? Are we being turned into more than human so that we can ingest things like plastics, um, you know, meat that's not real meat? 
are are we are our bodies being turned into something other than what we as human beings are supposed to be it's very interesting um you know uh e e even this this uh whatever they want to call anecdote is that how you say it for the um for this covid-19 thing just the mere fact that it's called covid-19 let's let's all know that it was developed in a lab i mean come on um and uh, and then shipped to us here in america and other parts of the of the world and yes we are in a war and this is the kind of war which has paralyzed america okay but um but you know i don't need to go far afield what i'm saying is this well, as far as you want <laughs> what i'm saying is this they are turning us into nephilim did i say that they yes, are turning us into <laughs> other than human okay in the bible it says there is nothing new under the sun all these myths that we um, learn in high school and college, if you take these literature courses or whatever, about about men who the upper body was human and the lower body was like a, a, a horse, you know, um, those aren't myths. That's what happened. You know, people were mixed uh, and and something was made that was not of God. And so, and forgive me for those of you who who who, who are atheists or whatever, uh, but this is this is my perspective, and yes. um, and it gets more it gets more and more interesting because, of course, this administration is you know pro um, <laughs> pro abortion, okay, which I find to be very interesting because if you think about it in the context of wanting human beings to begin to eat things like plastics and you know synthetic meat mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and apparently there's something that they want to put in us to change our dna so that we can benefit from artificial food i didn't know i was a barbie doll in fact, when she had some artificial doll of sorts, you know what I mean? You know, but I, I know what you mean, though. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's it's just beyond deep. But you know, I I um, I'm not, I'm not going to stick too long on the coronavirus thing, but I I find it really very interesting. We are going from being human to being something else. Now, what's interesting about that goes back to what I have been harping on for years, you know, the 13th Amendment, you know, uh, Red Scott, Strouder versus West Virginia, you know, slavery and that seat. See, my song really going to start talking about that's something that, that I'm not supposed to talk about. Before you go on, tell yeah. everybody how uh, you only have 20 of your episodes that we did out of the 106 approximately, but you only get your hands on 20 of them. So that means to me what you've been saying is a threat to somebody and they went that far to remove those things. Yes, so, of course. Uh, you know, that it's, it's interesting. You know, I've always just been Ramona and said what I say, you know. And, um, and uh, yeah, but when you hit on the truth, truth always either brings joy or fear. There's a dichotomous reaction to truth. Um, you either believe the truth or you do not. 
And someone who tells the truth, you either say like this crazy man in England about Megan, I don't believe a word that comes out of her mouth. I had an experience <laughs> like that. Yeah. And, 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 and it's interesting. Is he that pressed because he went out with her one night and that same night she met her husband? I mean, you know, I mean, like, I've never looked at, at Pierce. What's his name? Pierce. What's his last yeah. name? Pierce Morgan. 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 Yeah, yeah I've yeah. never taken a close look at his hands. I don't know if they're small and Trump like, but um but they might be because <laughs> Okay. Because he, he's having uh, you know, he's having the thorough meltdown um over the Negro who left him. Oops. Anyway. Bang. But um you know what I'm saying, preach. Um, but I, I just want to touch on this for a minute because I know there are people who are mad. They do not. I have a whole group of people that are mad at me for not exactly wanting Biden to get elected. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's not that I believe in the the I believe in anybody, but right. um, you know I believe in the Lord and Jesus and the Holy Ghost. But you know it's um, it's there, there are a lot of things that um, Biden and Kamala stand for um, that I, I can't stand with, you know. Um, and th this is one of the things and we'll, we'll talk more about this. But, you know, uh, when it comes to black folk and citizenship, the only way any of this is going to get fixed, the only way any of these police will stop, you know, shooting people dead, shooting people of color dead if they move, the only way it's going to end is if we have full citizenship. Now, somebody's going to flip out and say, here's <laughs> Ramona again. You know, um, I have a whole group of people that are mad at me because of how I'm looking at this. But, you know, if you can continue to keep them mad and angry, just keep speaking the truth and let's continue to keep them angry. Because we're right. still here and we're still doing the same thing we've always been doing, and the world been a whole lot different in the in the last few years since we've been doing this. Thank you. Preach. So if they're delusional, if they're delusional and don't want to listen, they're just going to feel it in their backside a few years. Now, not even a few years. We're, we're going by months now. We're going by weeks. Look how fast the world has changed in the I'm last year. Hours, honey, a minute. What are you talking about? I'm going by hours, minutes, and seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, Dred Scott, Google it. Ask the question: Was Dred Scott is Dred Scott still the law of the land? And the answer is yes. The answer is yes. Six to nine decision in 1854, where they concluded that no Negro man has any rights equal to that of a white man. It's very interesting. And then we go from 1854 to 1870, where we have Strouder versus West Virginia, where they're trying to put pick, excuse me, a jury. And um, the question came up, can a newly freed slave sit on a jury? And part of the answer said, even though they are abject, ignorant, childlike, and unfit. Mm -hmm. Abject, ignorant, childlike, and unfit. 
They can they, they can sit on a jury. Well, what makes people of color abject, ignorant, childlike, and unfit? Well, if we look at that, we have to go to the Thirteenth Amendment. Okay, we have to go to eighteen what sixty eight. That amendment was says there is no slavery or indentured servitude except as a punishment for crime. Hold up. And you and I have talked about this. If you said, if I said to you, you can come in my house and you can sit on any chair except my rocking chair. What does that mean? It means you can't sit in the rocking chair. So there's no slavery or indentured servitude except as a punishment for crime. Now, see, this, this is where it gets deep. Like, this is where it gets, like, it makes the Atlantic Ocean look like a stream. Okay. Um. You Talk know, to. you know, because like <laughs> we are still not considered human. We are still, and let me let me tell you, Strata versus West Virginia. Those words have never been overturned, and Strata versus West Virginia was cited. Uh, back in 19, either 93 or 96, uh, 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 I think the case was like Jeb versus Alabama. The whole question about juries and who can sit on juries, et cetera. Um, but the 13th Amendment, there's no slavery or indentured servitude. Well, hold up. Congress got rid of indentured servitude. That doesn't exist anymore. But no slavery? except as a punishment for crime. Why do they have to put a punishment for crime with the abolishment, quasi-abolishment of slavery? It makes no sense. They could have an amendment that just said, there's no more slavery. Deuces, peace out. And I don't know how many people know this, but one of the first fights Martin Luther King had with Johnson had to do with the fact that they wanted to celebrate the 100-year anniversary of the Emancipation Proclamation. And we all know what a proclamation is. I'm going to stand up right here. I'm making a proclamation that I'm not eating any more fried chicken till April. That's my proclamation. (laughs) You know, there's no slavery or indentured servitude. The... It was only a proclamation. And what Martin Luther King had said was, I'm not going to go and celebrate 100 years of this because it's not over. You know, it's not over. (laughs) We are still considered slaves. We are still considered secondary citizens. You understand, when you look at the Constitution, it says, we the what? People. In order to be a, if you're a people, then you can be a citizen, okay? And if you're a citizen, then you have supposedly all the rights to, you know, freedom, justice, happiness that, that goes through uh, the Fifth and Fourteenth Amendments, okay? Due process, you know? But if you're not considered human, then what's up with that? Every, I mean, I, 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 my skin crawls when I see on TV. I don't see why Breonna Taylor, they haven't even addressed anything with her, and it's been a year. Yeah, it's been a year because 
we still aren't considered human. We are not considered full-fledged citizens. And let me tell you why and what solidifies that. The three-fifths compromise. Peonage. Oh, Lord Jesus, help me. Wait, are they ready to come and lynch me now? Anyway, um, <laughs> the three-fifths movement, okay, um, or legislation, um, gave southern states the powers that they have. We talk about the electoral college and, you know, so many things are unfair. But what happened was there were like 5 million slaves and 4 million white people. So they felt that when an election came, their, their uh, you know, they, they in essence wouldn't be counted um, the same way that people would be counted in the North, you know. Um, and so, you know, they put together this three-fifths thing, which gave them extra power when they voted. That's why the Electoral College is, on one hand, so weak, on the other hand, so strong and powerful, because of the Electoral College. And, and, and who is it? Does Alabama, Mississippi, all those southern states that had slavery are part of that electoral college. And and people ups, are, get upset because they're like, but they won the popular vote. You know, they don't care about that. They don't care. about. And if you really think Lincoln gave a hoot about getting rid of slavery, read the 13th Amendment, read the Emancipation Proclamation. All it was was a proclamation, and um, it really had and has no weight. I was sickened when I saw the Democratic um, candidates, each one by one, run up to the microphone and say, oh, I believe in reparations. Well, for me, I believe in reparations. I believe in reparations. I believe in reparations. <laughs> I guess they were getting in their, you know, little, like, I guess, uh, uh, what do you call that? Your physical, you know, you, you jog every day or whatever, you know, screaming. I, I believe in in in, in reparations and shaking their heads. Um, that was so condescending. And anyone who sat there and said, "Oh my God, why didn't they say I am going to push to make sure that you all are what citizens, that you all are considered what human?" OK, it's, you know, the only the only person that I have heard say anything about this or that Dred Scott is still the law of the land. And that's why we're having so many problems was Mike Huckabee, believe it or not, back in 2013 or 14. Mm -hmm. He's still we did a show on that. Yeah, we sure did. Okay, yes. um, you get an A for the day for remembering. Hallelujah. Um, you know, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Um, he's the only one that said something. And as I, I said it before, I'm one of the other shows that have disappeared, but we still have them. So whew, thank you, Jesus. Um, but he, um, he said it. He said, Dred Scott's still the law of the land. And everybody at Fox was like, no, 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 no. You know, they want him to shut up. Don't say that. Don't let him know. It's like it's like the Wizard of Oz. <clears throat> don't look at the man behind the curtain. Look at that thing up there. Look, don't look at the man behind the curtain. You know, and um, unless see, unless this is addressed, truly addressed, it's all for naught. It is all for naught. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. 
I don't I don't blame Martin Luther King for not having uh um gone to the celebration. He actually was um upset because he said there needs to be a part two. There needs to be a part two to this. Well, why did he think there needed to be a part two? Well, because of the um the education case that came down in in what, nineteen fifty four? Okay, um, Brown versus Board of Education. They made a ruling on Brown versus Board of Education, but nobody was was budging. So then they had to make another ruling, which said, "You guys go and implement what we talked about in the first ruling." So when when Martin Luther King said to good old President Johnson, Lady Bird's husband, Lady Bird's husband, um, uh, it upset him. It upset. President Johnson, because it's like, don't you have enough? Haven't we given you guys enough? You know, and even with the voting legislation, which is just, and, and now I'm saying this, I know I've said it before, but I'm refreshing recollections here for the people uh, who are here in the United States and those who are abroad wondering what in the Sam Hill's going on. Um, you know, it, it, the bottom line is this. We have to begin to not be so dependent upon these people who claim they're going to help us. We need to help ourselves, period. Because, like, can you imagine, can you imagine for year after year after year asking somebody to acknowledge you, your personhood. Can you imagine? Terrible. Do, do you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, and so many do not understand what's going on and they don't understand it because the jigaboos we've elected are too busy saying, vote for Hillary or saying, oh, vote for Biden, who comes from Delaware. Delaware has more Klan per square mile than um, most people have strands in their hair, okay? It's a very racist state. And it's a border state. It's a border state, a state that did not have to get rid of slavery. So when he makes statements like, all all kids are smart and 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 black kids are smart too. He wow. <laughs> look, it up. look what he said, man. Look at what the legislation was back in ninety two or ninety four that he put forth at the same time the Clintons were saying, Oh, it's okay to speak in ebonics. At the same time Clinton was was uh doing three strikes you're in, you know, and everybody's like, Oh, he'd have first black president. No, he wasn't the first black president. I think Dwight Eisenhower was. His mama was a mulatto, but people didn't want to talk about that. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I mean, you know, here, here, here we've got this couple called the Clintons who have done some horrible things as far as black folk are concerned. Then we have this guy named Biden who put forth legislation which allowed grandmothers whose grandsons may have been selling a little weed on the side and gave their grandmothers money to pay the light bill and to put a dollar in the in the offering at church 
his legislation got those kinds of people arrested and thrown in jail. Then, of course, Kamala, if you were a black man, that's it. You might as well just tell him, yo, just take care of my purse, man, whatever they call it. You know, just take uh -huh. care of me, you know, because I'm going I'm going to jail. She sent more black men to jail than you can than you can shake a stick at. She's perfect for what they want. OK, and unless you understand what Daniel is saying, I believe somewhere around about chapter nine, then you'll understand why people, why the ones who were sold to the British and taken off to Jamaica, um, why that happened? Because there are those in this world who are chosen. And I'm not saying that every everyone is not. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that the only chosen people look like me. Um, but I, I, I am quite aware that my DNA takes me back to East Africa and to that region of Ethiopia and to Ethiopian and, and, and Jews. So that is, so why not put us in jail? You might as well put us in jail because um, the truth is the only thing, I guess, Mr. Skurv, that can set us free. <laughs> You're absolutely right about that. And you can take a sip from your tea. Yes, you a powerful point. <laughs> you should have been sipping it all through this whole dialogue because you've been, you know, hitting some good points here. Well, well, I, I always hit good. I always hit the spot, honey, when we do our shows together. Yes, you do. We got the audience saying, yes, right there, right there, just right there. Don't stop. Right there. Keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it going. Don't, uh, -uh. uh, -uh don't pull back. Anyway, please, please good. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for for having me do this with you. I I look forward to doing this at least once a week. Yes, I'm trying to get you, but I'm at least once. Yes. So what's happening in the world? A good yeah. long. And a 15, 20 minute one, you know, just a rapid fire. Something oh, yeah. we got out there. Yeah. We, we, oh, you want us to do a rapid fire right now? Well, we can do it right now. We can do no, a political. Honey, I, 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 I gave my sermon for the day. It was on the mountain. <laughs> it was on the mountain. It was on the Red Scott Strouder 13th Amendment Mount. Ha Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All eyes on you. Give us your final word. I'm not rushing. You can sit here for five hours, but I know you. Have to I have to. I have to get in. I have to get in the bed. I have a 7:30 uh, appointment, 30 a.m. appointment. I know that you are the. You are right around the <laughs> Wait, say it again. What you I can say? You cuss me out in the morning. I'll be sleeping, and you'll be cussing me out. Yeah, I, I gotta go to sleep. I take my little shower <laughs> and go to bed. But um, but no, I, I I want people just to understand that you know we we should not live in a bubble. We shouldn't live in a bubble, but many of us do, and 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 many don't don't know or understand why. And this is what I want the people who listen to this, I want them to understand there's nothing wrong with the truth. 
remember that. blog at landscurve.com and follow Scurve on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube under Lance Scurve.